Hey everybody, welcome back. I am John Hallett. Josh is away on vacation at an undisclosed location so he doesn't get swarmed by Sparkle Sash fans. I'm going to wing it today. We're not live on YouTube, sorry. Um, this is going to be a kind of a quick one, um, I think. Um, up against some time and a Project Fit class this morning. Wanted to talk a little bit today about sparring and things you can do and tactics you can use. We are just sparring, guys. I always tell our little kids, it's not a death match. We're not trying to kill the other person. We're sparring. It should be learning, getting better. Yes, sometimes we are going to have to test ourselves as we get up there and rank, but that can't be all the time. You can't be taking big poundings all the time. You can get really good and proficient at sparring and be able to up the level by going slow and easy. First, before we really want to get into the show, I just want to thank our sponsor, Rocky Mountain Self-Defense and Fitness. If you're looking for self-defense from little kids all the way from around three years old, all the way up, self-defense, we've got a great Krav Maga program that is really a mixed martial arts program. We incorporate whatever works. It's always evolving and staying current. We don't want to be stagnant. That's a big part of our Krav Maga program here. It is self-defense for the real world. It's got to be evolving. We have our Project Fit class. You can do that from teenage all the way up. It is a great functional fitness class to get you in shape if you're here in Castle Rock, Colorado or the surrounding area looking for that small town community feel. All right, guys sparring it is always tough can be really intimidating we've got a new class here at rmsdf on saturdays at noon for teenagers and adults it is beginner friendly we're not going to beat you up when you're starting sparring that's just being a bully we don't need those people in our gym we want good solid people that just want to get the whole community better that's what we're about it's always hard, right? You come into something new, doesn't matter. You know, your friends have been playing pickleball for a year and you get in there and they're way better than you. You should expect that. It's just slow and steady. The people that I see progress the most in sparring are the people that do it consistently and you get better over time. Don't get discouraged. You come in there. Yeah. You don't know what's going on. You might not know all the defenses, but that's okay. It's a good way to learn. Nobody should be hitting you hard. I always say, check your ego. Tell that person, hey, man, you're a ton better than me. Can you slow it down? That usually strokes their ego and they kind of bring it down a little bit. It's really tough. We know dealing with people out there in the real world day to day can always be hard. So in sparring, you got to learn to just say, hey, I'm new to this. Can you slow it down? Or hey, today, just really your volume is just too high for me. Can you bring it down a little bit? I'm not getting it. You're just too fast for me. That usually does the trick with most people. But today I'm at our 6 a.m. Peaceful Warrior class. He's reminding them, look, you don't always have to win. Sometimes I'm just kind of training my partner. I'm giving them things. I might just be giving them a front kick to the groin several times because they didn't look all that proficient or caught them totally by surprise. Maybe it landed it really light, letting them see that stuff over the course of that sparring session. And I'm trying to help them get better. Like keep throwing it at them, guys. Check the ego. And a lot of times I'm not throwing things to hurt somebody. I'm just throwing it to land. It should be respectful for whatever belt level we're at. 
Of course, as we get better, more proficient, we can get faster, but we're stopping that at point impact. And that takes a lot of time. Beginners think they're doing it. I know I was wild and crazy when I was beginner in Taekwondo. I, my instructor called me the wild and crazy one. It, it is hard. You just got to remember, go slow and easy and you know, it'll come over time. So I'd love to hear any feedback from you guys. We've got some new um, groups coming out on our band app for everybody. It's uh, really just a big chat group off of band. So it's not a post that every that's there for everybody. We're going to, we've created squads. Jamie's going to be launching that here soon that you can ask questions. All the coaches, I'm on every single one of those squads. So hit me up here. If you're a member here, you know, if you have a question for me, you know, hit me up at john at rmsdf.com. If you're not a member, we'd love to help you. But sparring is so intimidating just to get into. It, it always has that feel. But a good gym is going to be accepting. There's going to be good people. Yeah, is there always somebody a little bit wild and crazy? Yeah, that's what the instructor's role is to remind them, hey, bring it down, settle it down. We're not trying to prove anything here. We're all just trying to get a little bit better. You know, a lot of times I'll just give some people some feedback that um, it was, wasn't quite free sparring, but, you know, we're doing a knife attack yesterday and people are trying to force and just go too hard. And I just continued to give them the same pressure, the same feedback, like figure it out. He goes like, slow, slow it down, slow it down. Feel what I'm giving you. You know, that's from an instructor. A lot of times as a student, you know, people don't want to hear that, you know, let them figure it out. Hey, if they don't figure it out in a couple seconds, you know, and you know, it might be 10 seconds of you give them the same feedback. That's, you know, a lifetime in a fight, but in sparring, you just let them figure it out. Maybe you're letting them do a controlled takedown, whatever it may be, you know, check your ego. Who cares? You know, let them come in, let them kind of land that touch kick. And that's a great way again, to let them know that they're missing. They brought the kick and you stand there, you know, let them touch you. We're not trying to kill somebody. It's not, you know, typically here at Rocky Mountain Self-Defense and Fitness, it's testing. That's when we'll go a little bit harder. Most of those advanced tests are like once a year, we're going to go hard. Are you tough? And that, you know, is part of being black belt. Are you able to take a punch? We don't want to do that over and over again, but we do need to test ourselves on occasion of getting hit hard. How are you going to react? You know, you don't know, you know, I see a lot of people think that they can take a punch and they will, they don't like it. It's so common that people are, I really like sparring, but I don't like getting hit. That's not sparring. <laughs> You're just, you want to be a bully. You just want to beat people up. You don't want to get hit. It's uncomfortable, but you know, dealing with that because out in the street, you're going to be getting hit. And that brings me to another point out on the street. A lot of times here, somebody could pull a knife. You know, are you justified to go to your concealed carry? You know, our Peaceful Warrior program incorporates with our Citizen Defender program that you may be carrying. You know, I came up behind a Citizen Defender member in our Peaceful Warrior class today. They were light sparring and their gun had come exposed and i came up you know slow and easy came up and grabbed and put a hand on the weapon i didn't rip it out 
I just be like weapon retention, weapon retention, weapon retention. Oh yeah. And you're getting punched by somebody else. The stuff doesn't need to be hard. It lets them map it out and reminds them like, Hey, I have a gun I'm carrying concealed every day. And now I get in a fist fight. I didn't want to get in that fist fight, but now I have two worries. I'm in a fist fight. I'd like to disengage as soon as possible, but I also have a weapon on me. I need to conceal that. I need to retain that all really hard things. You know, will somebody will have a knife in ground fighting and getting used to monitoring hands, watch their hands. I'm not in a competition. Somebody could pull a knife out in the street. We need to train that way and condition ourselves. We can learn a ton from competition and just sparring in a testing format like we do here in our throw down the gauntlets. It's hard. Yeah. You know, whatever can happen, you never know what's going to happen out there. So, you know, this is where we need Josh kind of losing my train of thought on that one. But, you know, it's got to be different. If you're in a self-defense system, you have to be working where somebody may pull a weapon. And it's all, again, you know, lip service. You're going to say, this is what I do, but you don't train that consistently. And by consistently, I kind of mean at least once a week that you're coming and you're doing some sparring and somebody may pull a knife on you. They might turn that fist fight into a knife fight. Again, just practicing disengaging there. Or somebody's going for their concealed carry and recognize that where you can go in, monitor hands, get to an arm drag, get to a two-on-one position. These are all self-defense sparring situations. I love just sparring, you know, where nobody can pull a knife and every, nobody's got a gun on them. You know, gosh, it feels so free almost of taking those worries away. It's a lot of fun. You know, we had somebody in a citizen defender class the other day, um, roll out of a, gosh, I forget. He was actually, it was, I was uh, applying, I was either going for a guillotine or maybe going into a Camorra. I can't remember. And, you know, they rolled out of it. And as they rolled out of it, they lost their gun. And, you know, I don't know what happened. We tested the holster is really good quality, good retention, but just that move, he lost his gun and I picked it up because he had rolled out and kind of had disengaged thinking getting away and I'm pulling the trigger on that cert pistol. And he said to me, is that my gun? I'm like, it certainly is because 99% of the time when we're rolling in our citizen defender class, we have a designated bad guy and a good guy. Good guy's got his gun on him. Bad guy might be carrying a knife or something like that, but they typically don't have a gun on them because it just brings up other concerns that we get into in class and, you know, geez, that guy has a gun on him. Who's the good guy. Who's the bad guy. Those are situations you need to put yourself in. And as I tell our kids, you need to <laughs> speak up for yourself. Sometimes in sparring, people don't get used to that self-defense aspect of stop attacking me, get off me, somebody get help. Somebody, this guy's, you know, attacking me. I don't want to fight. Get off me, man. I don't want to fight you. Disengage. Please leave me alone. Getting used to that can be really hard. You know, vocalizing during a sparring match is really hard for a lot of people and getting used to that. Like everybody, hey, this guy's attacked me. Somebody find help. Somebody else comes up and on there. 
they have no idea who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. You know, whoa, whoa, somebody's got a gun. This is very confusing out there. You've got to be announcing yourself like somebody get me help. But lots of different aspects to sparring here. Um, again, questions. We love your questions. We love your support. The other way you can support this channel is get online and do our courses. We are really pushing hard to put new content out every week, every month that we're posting on our clearsky.training site. You can get gear at shop.clearsky.training. We try to put, I love doing that. It's one of my pet projects. Um, I wish I sold more on there. I love designing and t-shirts and ideas. I just love that stuff. So it is kind of a, a fun project for me, even if I don't sell a ton on there, but you can support us by buying either supplements. We've got great line of supplements, prestige lab supplements, and our own line is coming soon, but look for any of your courses. If you're on a course, we're adding a new, new release, trying to make it really easy for you guys to find our latest release that it's not in the self-defense. It's not in the gun. Where is it? Where's the latest release? Well, we're adding a new category and those will be moved off monthly into their proper bucket but it'll make it easier for you to get on and check out our latest release on clearsky.training and train with us online again i'd love feedback we're always trying to do better you know i think i suck and i'm always trying to suck less just trying to improve and that's not negative it's just kind of a reminder hey i need to get better don't get complacent check your ego everybody can get better We've got some exciting things coming up here at RMSDF as well. Be on the lookout for these. We've got our kick off the new year party coming up here in January, kind of letting the hectic holidays subside and uh, potential conflicts that so many people have with uh, our Christmas party. So we're going to be doing something here in January, kind of kicking off 2024. We've also got our we're going to do a citizen defender, uh, oops, sorry, a clear sky defender, the knife that we carry here, my design. We're going to be doing a workshop and a special deal to purchase that along with a training session. And we've also got, I think this is, yep, February. And again, all my first degree black belt candidates that have gone through the test and have not gone through the taser and pepper spray inoculation training that is coming up mark your calendars it is a requirement for black belt here at rmsdf it's going to be february 24th is the date we're looking at so you do need to do this if you are um, a white belt and have that black belt mindset you can certainly do this training and go through that experience so you know what it's like just like we talked about earlier in the podcast you know getting used to getting hit getting comfortable with the uncomfortable, going through that and then knowing that, okay, I've been here, I can do this, I can work through, I can fight through this experience. Because as we know, some protesters, riders these days are pepper spraying people. That is going to limit your ability to defend yourself, but you can fight through it and gone through it myself. You can fight. It is not going to end it. I'm going to make it a lot more difficult, but going through that training will help you guys out. Look, another you know big part of what we're doing here, you know, all you CCW holders, you know, getting out of the range and working your marksmanship is phenomenal. It's you know a lot of fun. 
but being a good decision maker and when to go for that weapon. That's the things that we do here at RMSDF. We've done nothing but self-defense for, it's, I mean, the last 25 years, I guess, close to it, that that's all I focus on. If you want real self-defense training, hands-on, that's the stuff we do here day in, day out. So if you're out there, we're doing things you can't do on the range. We can battle test these things with our cert pistols and being good decision makers. Even like last night, like, ooh, good shoot. Actually, somebody said, I got shot as a bystander, you know, in that scenario where I was coming at somebody with a stick. These are things that are really hard and we need to put ourselves in them over and over and over again. We can't do those things at the range of making a decision of who's bad, who's good, uh, who's downrange. We're not shooting when anybody's downrange. With our cert pistols, we can create chaos. We can create a scenario where your family member might be there and they're moving around and the bad guy's moving around. Where are you in relationship to your family member? So some great stuff that we do. I love the Citizen Defender program. It integrates with our Peaceful Warrior program because we are taking away weapons here at RMSDF. Our Krav Maga program for years has said, we're taking away a weapon, use the weapon. You need to know how to use it, clear that malfunction, and then have good pistol craft. That is something we incorporate when you get into that peaceful warrior zone. It is a much better path than I feel, than the beginner path, you know, you're gonna go and you're doing any martial art, feel it out, you're gonna like it. But our Peaceful Warrior program includes so many perks, um, free testing up until the red belt test. You've got every class here, so you can do our functional fitness project fit class. You can be doing the Citizen Defender. You can be doing the all level classes. You're not closed out of that. You can come to the Saturday beginner class. So it's got a lot of perks, 10% off the pro shop, 50% off of trainings and workshops that I do. So check those out. Of course, the ALP accelerated learning program is separate from that. That is a semi-private. That is not part of the Peaceful Warrior program. But if you wanted to get hands on with me and get that quote, you know, as Josh will say, expert level training. I've been doing this for 30 plus years. You want to train with that experienced trainer, just like everything else. You know, you want the best. Like a lot of us looking at doctors and you're like, who's the best? You know, in the gym here on the top. Uh, we've got phenomenal trainers here. I was just actually thinking of Jason, who is back with us that took a little hiatus, um, switching careers, that he runs a phenomenal beginner class. I really want to put him in our Peaceful Warrior program here coming up. But gosh, uh, I don't want to take him away from the beginners because he does a great beginner class. But at his level, his experience can be better spent with those Peaceful Warriors, those people that are looking for that higher level training. So again, guys, fighting and sparring, it's tough things. You just got to get in there and do it. You know, let people know, hey, I'm not great at this. You know, people respect that. We're here to help you get better. And it's slowly chipping away. And you got to see reps and reps and reps of, you know, just a front kick coming at your groin. Even slow is really hard. So get out there, get into that new class that we have. You know, we also have some grappling and ground fighting on Monday nights here. We have our quote sparring that does either ground or stand up on Wednesdays. And then 
the full hour on Saturdays at noon. So that's good for teenagers and for our adults. And of course, we're always being appropriate with those teenagers. You know, some of them hit hard and they need to be told, hey, you need to take it down a notch. Um, but that's, you know, all of us as we learn sparring for for the vast majority of people. You know, there are people out there kind of hit sometimes too light. You're like, okay, I can barely feel that. Give me a little bit of a, you know, a little bit more of that glove on to me. I want to feel it a little bit more. Hey, come a little bit fast. It's a little slow. But we all have our things that we're working on. So get into a sparring class today. Don't wait. It's going to take your realism up just so much, guys. I often tell people, you haven't really done self-defense, haven't done Krav Maga, you haven't done MMA, unless you're actually doing some free sparring. You've got to get into those classes and do it. And the gym you're going to, they should be respectful for beginners. They shouldn't be beating up beginners. That's just, you know, kind of very old school, um, I, you know, use the word boxing. I know um, one of my first assistants, Jack Marshall, came up in the south end of Boston and you just kind of got beat up in a lot of rounds <laughs> until somebody took you under his wing is uh, the stories he's conveyed to me that you had to earn your way up, that you were actually going to stick it out and kind of take a beating. Um, you know, of course, it was probably like a buck or two to get into the gym at that time <laughs> and do open open gym. But if you're paying for classes, you know, at, you know, the average, you know, going right across the countries, you know, anywhere from. 150 to 200 and kind of in the middle of that is the bigger average they should be helping you out and teaching you from the ground up not making you quote earn it you're paying for a membership you should be learning and getting taught in every class so a little bit on sparring guys i'm sure i could go on from here but i've got a busy day thanks for tuning in i will talk to you guys soon and uh, you got any requests on things and subjects you want me to talk about? Again, hit me up, john at rmsdf.com.